Blog Talk Radio. This is Stephanie Rule, your NHA podcast host, and I'd like to welcome you to our August 2019 podcast. Our topic for this month is Living with Intention, NHA During a Natural Disaster. This is the first of our new series of podcasts that have been dedicated to living with intention by being NHA during challenging life situations. Subscribe to our NHA podcast through iTunes or Blog Talk Radio so you can receive notifications about new episodes every month. You can find the Children's Success Foundation on social media by searching CSS is Greatness. You can explore our website, www.childrensuccessfoundation.com, to find a trainer near you, or if you're ready to notch up your understanding of NHA to even greater levels, you can register for our upcoming Certification Training Intensive, or CTI, in Tucson this January. Registration is now open on our website. I'm excited to introduce my guest for today's show. I have an incredibly dedicated Nurtured Heart Approach Advanced Trainer here with us today, and his name is Niels Wright. Niels was raised in Butte County, California, and is currently raising his three boys there. After a stint in the Navy, he returned to earn his AA degree at Butte College. He earned his BA, Multiple Subjects and Education Specialist Teaching Credentials at CSU Chico. Niels has taught for over 10 years in alternative education. Seven of those years were spent with students who were considered to be the most intense socially and emotionally in the county. Niels has used the Nurtured Heart approach in his personal and professional life since he attended his first NHA Certification Training Intensive, or CTI, in 2012. He has trained parents and educators individually and school site-wide. He has actively sought to further his understanding and use of NHA by becoming an advanced trainer in 2014 and attending the NHA Global Summit in 2019. After teaching English at Marysville Community Day School for three years, Niels is starting a newly developed program at the same school site that is intent on preventing expulsion through intense focus on social emotional learning. His students, their parents, and school site teachers, as well as mentor students, will be trained in the Nurtured Heart Approach to better support and promote behavioral, emotional, and academic success. Welcome to the show, Neil. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. It's so good to have you here. Um, So, Neil, some of our listeners are new to NHA. So, in your own words, how do you define the Nurtured Heart Approach? Um, I define it by the three camps. Um, you absolute no, absolute yes, and absolute clarity. And those those we can flesh out if needed. But the it's just a way of looking at your situation, where you're at in your moment whatever that moment looks like and how you allow yourself to use those tools to guide your your next step in that moment. Mm, I really I I really like how you how you stated 
using the three fans as your tools to guide each moment, guide your next step and how and what your next step might look like in each moment. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for that. Because, you know, there are so many people out there who are listening to our podcast that don't necessarily know Nurtured Heart all that well. And so it's just really great to hear the different perspectives of how people define what NHA is. Um, I think it's quite useful for many different listeners out there. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into our discussion for today. And today we'll be talking with Niels about a personal and traumatic life experience. About a year ago, Niels lost his home to the tragic fires that destroyed the small town of Paradise, California. Niels, this is an example of natural disasters that alter people's lives through the trauma experience. They are also the type of experiences that hold the power to knock a person off their feet and find it terribly difficult to get back up. So if you don't mind sharing with the audience, how did the Nurtured Heart Approach help you to get through such a life-changing experience? Talk about that a little bit. Well, I think backing up to the foundation of Nurtured Heart and what it taught me about being a, a person with intention, being a person who works with people that have been through trauma and mm-hmm. how it helped my mindset from the beginning. Um, when I first started teaching those first couple of years, it was about how can I control this learning environment to where the kids will do what they're supposed to do because I have such wonderful control over what's going on. And the reality of that was wiped away as so was the responsibility of that. So by that, I mean, I'm not responsible for the behaviors that occur in my classroom. I'm not responsible for the events that occur in somebody's life or my own life necessarily, you know, those, those events that I didn't cause this to happen. And that allowed me to take moments, not as something that I have to be in charge of or in control of, and therefore fix or change, and instead figure out how that works through nurtured heart, like I said, almost using the three stands as a filter to say, I don't have to control this situation, but how can I respond to it in a way that is my most best self and a way that helps those that I'm working with or supporting. And so taking that, I don't have control over the situation, but I have how I intend to respond to it. Fast forward to November 8th, and you you start a day like any other pack the kids up for school uh my 16 year old said i'm not feeling well he gets in the car he says i'm not feeling well we have a about a half hour commute before i drop them off in the morning and from that moment where you have a decision to make 
and it doesn't seem like they're using nurtured heart, but really resetting to clarity in that moment. Okay, I have a sick kid who could stay at home. Well, the plan, the routine, the clarity is if you're sick, you stay at the parent's home who is is there and available, who doesn't go to work, you know, who is a, a stay-at-home mom type person. And so that was the clarity in that moment of, well, then you can, if you're sick, you can stay at your mom's house. And so we, we didn't, I didn't leave a 16 year old and in, in the house that day, Nur, nurtured heart, just it's the clarity. You know, I need you to buckle up. I need you to go to your mom's if you're sick. You know, it, it takes the guesswork out of what did I do last time this happened? It's just simple. You know, it makes sense in that moment, clarity, boom. Mm -hmm. could, could he have stayed home? Yes, but that wasn't the clarity. That's not the, the, the way we, we would normally do things. And just thinking about a situation, what makes sense, and not freaking out about controlling what's going on or, or bothering it. So we get down the hill and I look to my left up a canyon up Highway 70, and I see some smoke. And this is just before 7 a.m. And I, you know, I registered it. Yep, there's a fire up in the canyon. And, but that's miles away and mountain ridges away. And then I dropped the boys off. They went to school. I headed towards school, which was another half hour commute away. And by the time I got there, the wheels were turning of this fire is coming towards your town. And where I live, there wasn't a much town between there. Um, Paradise is built on a ridge where the hillside comes down, meets the Feather River, it comes up, and then there's the town that begins. Well, the more north you go, the less amount of town was between my home and uh, the fire, where the fire came up. So by the time I got to school, it was prepared to go. And you're, you're thinking of how are you in a moment where you're making a decision to try to go back to your home that may or may not be engulfed in fire and you're almost an hour away and you you don't really think about it in the moment okay how would i do this with nha <laughs> you know it's not it's not there it's it's just you've been using it as your tool and in that moment you get the essentials do i have somebody to cover my class and my students yes do I trust that person so that way I can leave? Well, it doesn't really matter. Your house might be on fire. You're going to leave. But, but you, you've established your routines with Nurtured Heart in your classroom and the expectations. And so leaving is less of a, of a fear. And then the clarity with your staff. My, I got to go. And this is what I need to do. And I couldn't get back. We, um, 
the 40 minute drive that took 20. Um, by the time I got to that part, that spot of the freeway, they'd already blocked it off. My significant other was working in a different town and she tried to make it up. And by the time she got into the lowest cross street in paradise, it was already pitch black at 9 a.m. and she also got turned back around. So now you're in a position where there's nothing you can do about any of it. It's, it's done. Again, that control is probably the, you know, you, you have the lack of control. You can't do anything about it. You, you can barely even stay in the area because of the smoke that we had for days and days. And I think that's where the nurtured heart approach really comes, steps up. You've got not just your family, that, that the nurtured heart family helping support and mm -hmm. letting you know that, that you, they're there for you, that you know that everything's gonna be okay, you're gonna feel support, but you also have that notion of, I can let this break me, I can let this tear me down, like any event has happened to any of our students, our students have all gone through trauma of one sort or another, and what would we tell them? You know, it's okay to be sad, it's okay to feel lost, it's okay to feel like you don't have any control or safety, and it's okay to process through those feelings, and then what is your next intention? You know, what can you do in this moment? I can keep breathing. I can start to, to put my life back together in a way that is the best step moving forward. And then you really you only two options, keep moving forward or stay, stay huddled up in a sobbing mess. So. And so with that intention of, okay, this can be the worst thing that's ever happened or look for the, the shining light, the silver lining. Right. And, and so that's what I've done. I mean, I really, I, I really hear, I, I'm, I'm having trouble finding words. I'm incredibly moved excuse me, moved by the story, your story that you just shared. Um, and I, what I'm hearing is this beautiful scenario that you painted in my head of you weaving the three fans through that whole experience from the start of the day all the way through your healing process after all was said and done. Um, <clears throat> I can really vividly feel that. Um, tangibly feel that I can I can see that you have taken all three stands and but it's not something what I loved about it what you what you shared is that it wasn't really something that you were necessarily doing or thinking about doing it was just it's, yes yeah go ahead and that's the beauty of of the nurtured heart approach 
yeah. in a nutshell. We, we learn it to try to work with difficult children. We mm -hmm. learn it so that way we can have some sanity in our job and know that we're doing the right thing. And then it, it like you said, with the stands woven through, it becomes a part of the fiber of our daily lives in a way that we don't even, we, we don't even necessarily sit there and consider. Um, my, my former, my last NHA training uh, was in 2014. And I had worked with difficult children in that whole time and utilized NHA, but I gotten further removed from the practice of teaching it, the practice of being intent on using it in my daily doings over those mm -hmm. couple of years. And it, it probably showed in my stress and anxiety at work but the, the foundation was still there to, to assist me and, and, and help guide me through. Mm -hmm. so, so it's I, not like a, some other training where you go, oh, okay, I'm in my classroom setting. What would I do? Go. Instead, it's I'm in life right now. What do I do? <laughs> right. Life is happening right. whether I want it to or not. I don't have control <laughs> over what's going on. I have control over my response. Okay. Yeah, I love that. I love how you keep bringing that into the conversation that you don't have control over what's going on because in light of this particular discussion about natural disasters or traumatic life events, um, we don't have control. We don't. And, and we don't have control over other situations outside of our own responses ever, of course. Um, but I think that is such a real piece of information to really be aware of and have in our awareness for the sake of going through a traumatic event of, of any sort, that we don't have control, but we have control over our own responses. What is our next response going to be? Mm -hmm. Wow, I just... Uh, love how you talked about using the three stands um, as a filter for how you respond to or how you responded um, to speak of that day, that particular day. You know, the three stands were, and maybe you weren't consciously thinking about that, like, okay, stand one, how am I going to respond with this? Stand two, maybe it wasn't right. necessarily a conscious effort, but it was there because as you practice nurtured heart, like you said, Niels, you're, you know, we, we all start doing nurtured heart for other reasons. So usually it's right. for the intense children in our lives. Um, but as we practice daily, day in and day out, using NHA with those intense children, it slowly seeps into the tapestry of our entire being, becomes mm -hmm. who we are. And so therefore, when horrible traumatic events that are unforeseen do occur, we are able to use those three stands as a filter in which we act, we work through as we respond to those, to those events. Right. What a, what a beautiful thing, tool to have, what a beautiful tool to have. Uh, how, how do you, 
how do you think that day would have been different for you if you didn't have that tool, this tool? Do you have any thoughts on that? I think had I been living in this viewpoint that there was the, the loss of control, like if the fire had taken everything, I would have felt like this loss of control of, I don't have a home. I don't have my belongings. I don't have my, my animals. What do I have? And I don't know that I would have had the strength or resolve to say, I have my kids. Yeah. I, I have my, my Montgomery GI Bill VA home loan. You know, I, I, I have people that are helping me in real estate. I have good insurance. I have, you know, I was able to get credit at two department stores that I've never been able to get credit at to buy my kids clothes. And, and mm -hmm. looking at even making those steps, okay, what do I do next moving forward? I probably wouldn't have had that. I would have been focused on negativity. I would have focused on everything I lost, um, which would have only hurt myself and my kids because if you're constantly thinking about the things that you've lost as negativity, you miss all the opportunities for positives. Mm -hmm. And that would have been the worst part is sitting there thinking about the negative and not appreciating the positives that, that happened. I mean, and I had a, a few other very traumatic incidences following that, that also tested my resolve. And had that one crushed me, had I not had NHA to, to sit there and, and help me focus in the positive direction, you know, make miracles out of these molecule little things like, well, I have less to move now to my new home, you know, oh, I have uh, less college payment loans to pay off you know, because I, you know, use the money to move forward. If I didn't do that, then, then I wouldn't be able to be positive about it. And I think it would have just crushed me and, and that would have help the kids use it as a crushing force instead of you know thankful and and you know what it allowed us to do moving forward that reset to gratitude the, the reset oh, yeah. to gratitude so grateful <laughs> being able to see the tiny little baby steps of things that are going right even amidst this tragic experience that's, that's beautiful. That's, it, that's beautiful. And, and it's beyond ways of how it was able to be positive. It's, you, you can't measure what it, what it means to be able to take care of some of the things that I've been able to take care of in the following stressors because of this incident that could have been so negative in my life. And it's super grateful for for Nurtured Heart to, to be able to to have that in my back pocket or my my heart chest 
pocket at the same time and be able to 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 allow light to be shine on a negative situation. Yeah, absolutely. I I see this this picture of this stand three clarity. When you started off your story talking about your 16 year old and how he wasn't feeling well that morning, and I mean yeah. I just that. That image because it really paints the picture of not just that particular moment, but the next steps forward and the big picture of of that that experience for you and your family. That you you start off with stand three and and the the clarity, the clarity of I don't have control. I get to release that need to have control, and once you've done that, then you've got a whole world opening up of being able to say stand one, I'm taking a stand with stand one as well. And I'm not going to give that myself to any of this negativity that's going on around me, whether it's huge negativity, like a fire burning down your home or little, little things of negativity, you know, like your, your kids being irritable with you, all of that is opened up so that you don't, you can, you can have the ability to not give that energy and, attention to that negativity, which then in turn opens you up to be able to see the beauty of what lies in front of you. See the beauty of what does lie in front of you and what not what doesn't lie in front of you anymore, right? Right. I just, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, I, 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 it's so hard to really put it into words, although you've done an amazing job of communicating um, how you used the three stands through this tragic experience that you had. And I love, I know that um, we don't need to get into the the traumatic experiences that did follow after the fires for you. <laughs> I love that you mentioned I know, it is, right? But I love that you brought that up because I think it's important that we at least just touch upon, you know, if you didn't have the nurtured heart in your life during the time of the fire, like you said, it would have been a whole different mindset that you would have had going through that experience. And there would have been more, it would have created a sense, or at least more of a sense of hopelessness, which if you, if, if right. we if step outside of that and, and look at that from the outside in, okay, so now I've gone through this tragic event, I feel hopeless, I don't know where to go from here, and then you have your next tragic event, what do you do then? Yeah. You've got nothing well, to, to go on. To keep with the textile analogy about how it becomes woven in your tapestry. Well, anything that you weave into a piece of fabric, if, if it's a loose thread or a weak thread, it's still adding to the strength of the fabric because it's a thread, because it's there, because it's woven in. Mm -hmm. NHA weaves in additional tensile strength, additional strength that we can draw on. Uh, I mean, focusing on your own strength, if you were to energize yourself for what, what you did right in a situation, what you, you know, brought to a, a, any given choice. And and that strength is woven in. Now you you've handled this extreme stressor, 
an extreme situation and you realize that you've survived, first of all, and that mm -hmm. you're moving forward and that all the new things that happen are great opportunities. And then there's another stressor, whatever that is in, in, your, in everybody's own life. It doesn't have to be the same stressors that plagued me. <laughs> um, but, the, but you now have this, I survived this. And so surviving this, although it, it feels equally unbearable, just in maybe a different way, I'm still going to be able to survive this. And, mm -hmm. and then by the third stressor, it's not just I survived these things, but not only did we survive, we are moving forward and there's now momentum. So now this next thing hits us and it doesn't even weigh down our, our, our uh, safety net. It, it just rolls off. There's become so much strength and tautness in, in reservitude or fortitude, fortitude in that fabric that it just rolls off. So it's like, okay, life, I, I don't welcome you to keep throwing these challenges at me, but I, I, I have the strength and endurance and, you know, ability to, to move through it in a way that will help me. Yes, absolutely. It helps you to see the joy and in the world, the joy in every moment. Yeah. It helps you to see through compassionate eyes for those around you, for yourself, for your children. Um, and when we can see through compassion, with compassion, oh, yeah. enables us to keep that momentum, right, that, that you were discussing, that momentum forward. And keep strengthening our tapestry. Wow, I'm just. Yeah. Uh, I, I I could. I wish we had a cup of coffee and we were sitting in a coffee shop chatting and we could do this all day. <laughs> you know, this is a really beautiful conversation, and I feel like we could go some of the different places with it. Um. However, it is about time for us to end our conversation since we're not sitting in a coffee shop. Um, but. I would love to invite you, Niels, before we wrap up, um, if you have any last minute parting words, parting gifts of wisdom that you would like to share with the audience um, about how you, about using these NHA tools to help support one living with intention through whatever life experiences come their way. Um, I'd love to, love for you to share that with the audience, with our listeners. Um, in the long run, we, we all have trauma or stressors, whether they're deal breakers or not. It's the beauty is in getting through it. And we, we know that our students don't necessarily have that in the forefront that, oh, this is going to be wonderful once I get through it. And so it's our job to like, like you mentioned, have compassion for whatever anybody else is going through. We don't know. We, we only see the surface. But if we're recognizing the strength that they're already bringing to the surface, and, and that will help build their temporal strength for, for the events that they're struggling with and, 
and coping with and moving through. And so ultimately, if we focus on what's going right and, you know, how ungreat things could have been and mo moving towards what, what greatness is to come ahead, that's, that's the best thing we can do moving forward. And it, and it helps you survive the worst situations, whether it's the first time a kid hit you with a chair in a classroom and you think it's the end of the world, or the, the first time your child hurts themselves and you think it's the end of the world, we, we can move through these huge traumatic life events because they're just part of the beauty of life with the, the dark colors comes to light, bright colors, and that's where our focus should be. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. That was, that was very touching. Um, I, I just appreciate you for being here, Niels. I uh, enjoyed listening to your story. Um, enjoy is not the correct word, really. Um, but <laughs> It was it was it was touching. It was moving. It was it was powerful, um, and I appreciate you sharing your personal such a personal experience. Um, I think that what your experience was and the way you you um, explained it through through a nurtured heart lens is going to help so many people that listen to this podcast to to see it from that perspective. How can I go through? those hard, difficult events in my life, how can I get through these? Um, and I really think that what you have shared will help people to, to see that it's possible, that there's a lot of I different skills so. for how to do that. I'm just grateful to have that lens to see through. Yes, I <laughs> couldn't agree more. I, I too am grateful for that lens. So very grateful. All right. So just a reminder for our listeners, go to our website, childrensuccessfoundation.com, for more information on trainings in your area and for free re resources. And a very special thank you to my guest, Niels, and to everyone listening. And don't forget to see the joy in your journey. <laughs>